Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. shall not be found among you anybody who does that or one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer one who interprets omens or a sorcerer one who conjures spells or a medium or a spiritist or one who calls up the dead for all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord words like witchcraft and sorcery sound like they should come out of a Harry Potter book But these are real spiritual battles that can go on, and God warns you against these things. It is an abomination against God. Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that the devil has placed traps, and you must be on the lookout for them. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 16, as he begins his message, Spirit of Python. Today, we're continuing our study of the book of Acts in chapter 16. If you remember, the Apostle Paul has initiated his second missionary journey and he has several people with him he has a man named Silas who was also Jewish but then we saw last week that Luke the physician joined them and Luke was probably not Jewish he was probably Gentile he was a physician some people think he was a a, a slave, and he was a medical doctor. But there was also young Timothy. Timothy was probably a teenager. And, and so they have now made their way for the first time ever over to the European continent. And they've ventured into Macedonia. They're staying with a lady named Lydia, who was the very first European convert, very first European to come to know Jesus. And um, it seems like she was a successful business lady. She, um, the Bible tells us that she sold purple dye, which was kind of a big deal in the ancient world. And she had a big enough house that she invited all of them to come and stay with her. And they agreed to do that. So they're all staying with Lydia. And there's no synagogue in Philippi. So Every day, the Jews who wanted to to gather together for those daily times of prayer, three times a day, they would gather to pray. So they would go out of the city down to the riverside, and that's where they would gather 
for prayer. So verse 16, Acts chapter 16, verse 16 says, now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. Now, you know, the, the New Testament scriptures were for the most part almost entirely written originally in, in Greek. That was the common trade language of the time in that part of the world. So the Greek text of this passage says that this girl had a spirit of Python, which I found just really fascinating. I'd never noticed that, never seen it before. You know, the, in Greek mythology, that was the name of the great serpent or the dragon that lived in the region of Pytho at the foot of Parnassus and Phocis and, you know, this giant snake that supposedly guarded the oracle at Delphi and, and was eventually killed by Apollo. And I, I, I know all of this, it's stories, it's fables, it, you know, it's myths about the ancients, but it, it's important to remember that many, if not all, of the ancient myths have their roots in reality. Those ancient gods, little g, may have their basis in the angels described for us in the Bible in the book of Jude. In verse 6, the, the Bible says that those rebellious angels, quote, did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode. And consequently, that God chained them up, put them in prison. L literally, it says, God has reserved them in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. In other words, the Bible says there in Jude that some of the demons were so completely out of control so early on that God chained them up and he's kept them in prison and they're forever and ever, everlasting chains. They're, they're done. They're just waiting on judgment day. But I find it interesting as we look at this passage, you know, and think about what what the Bible is saying about this, this slave girl. You know, she has had this spirit of Python and her masters made a ton of money. And you know, how, how intriguing that the Everglades here in South Florida are literally overrun with pythons. I mean, that wasn't the case when I came here, and you know, that's a fairly recent phenomenon. Now, we've got these giant snakes all over the place. My son was telling me the other day, he's like, him and a couple of buddies are thinking that they're gonna head down and do some hunting, go hunt pythons. I'm like, yeah, you go, bro. Have at it. I'm staying as far away from those things as I can. But the Everglades are, 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 are overrun with pythons much in the same way that all of South Florida is overrun with palm readers and fortune tellers and the little 
botanicas, santeria, everywhere. And you know, a lot of times people view that sort of stuff as harmless. Nothing to it. I mean, I've been amazed at how many Christians will go and have their palm read or go into one of these fortune teller shops. But did you realize that God calls it an abomination? God calls all of that stuff an abomination. Now, the word abomination is one of those things that, I mean, we don't use it in normal vocabulary today. Most of us, it's not a word that we toss around in conversation, right? But So I looked it up. What exactly is God saying here? What he's saying is that it is disgusting to him. Disgusting. In Deuteronomy 18.10, the Lord instructed the people through Moses saying, there shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire. Now that was a reference to child sacrifice, by the way. You know, the, the ancient Canaanites worshiped Molech among others, but Molech had outstretched arms, this, the usually, you know, giant stone furnace, but the idol would have outstretched arms. And so a family would lay their baby in the arms of Molech and the priest would crank the arms back into the furnace and the baby would be burned alive. And supposedly, the family would then be blessed by Molech. God says, no, you're not going to do that. There shall not be found among you anybody who does that or one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer, one who conjures spells or a medium or a spiritist or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. The book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 